and welcome to Let's Talk Diz, a show that gives you everything you need to know to help make your Disney vacation as magical as can be in just about 20 minutes. I'm your host, Jeff Coviello. With me each week is Disney Master Sandy from Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services. Sandy, how you doing this week? I am so full because we're talking about food again. <laughs> well, I hope you brought your camping gear because we are heading over to the campgrounds for an opening of a new dining experience that you actually went through and experienced yourself the last time you were there. I'm excited to talk about it. Me too, but I will say it actually opened the same day as Food and Wine Festival, which is why I feel like I've gone to Disney and done nothing but eat. That sounds wonderful. <laughs> I, mean, I don't, you know, that, that's part of why I go. <laughs> but it, it is brand new, but it, the naming kind of retained some of the intellectual property that was there before. So give us the breakdown of what it's called, I guess, because that that's going to help some people out. You bet. So as you said, this is over at Fort Wilderness and back mid-April 2023, they closed the Trails End, which is located next to the Hoop-de-Doo, kind of between Hoop-de-Doo and the lake, right. and was sit-down dining. It's reopened still as Trails End. It's now just the new Trails End instead of Trails End Restaurant. And within that building is also Crockett's Tavern. So it's a combo. It's a fast food location or quick service if you're on that meal plan. And the tavern is a bar that was a bar while you were waiting for sit down. Could be a bar you could go to if you're early for hoop-de-doo. And one of the only bars I can think of that has food and has a restaurant to it, but also has a cocktail window that you can just walk up and grab a great drink. So you mentioned it's it's at Fort Wilderness. It's literally smack in between where the Hoopty Doo Review is and where the water would be. And it's now a quick serve. So for folks that had been there before and you're expecting it to be what it was, you're going to have some some changes to it. But let's start with Trails End because the name has been re- basically retained. Tell it me, has. Tell and me it was it. considered by people to be a hidden gem. It was a buffet. It was the lowest cost buffet anywhere on property. Sure. And now again, it's a quick service. It's menu lunch and dinner time is a little more unique and it has some great offerings depending what you love. Okay. So what about it? Are we just walking up and getting a, a, the same menu? Is it, we've got a lot of as much as you care to eat options on property. We've got some family style stuff. So what are we really looking at when we when we're going to a place like this? Anti Jeff, it is available for mobile order in your My Disney Experience app. <laughs> okay, so it does become that time saver if you want because it is a quick service, and I think the profile of a Fort Wilderness guest is different than some of our other resorts. Most people, I mean, there are those with tents and different things, but. Most people are camping. They've got the refrigerator. They've got the means to cook. There are people who do Fort Wilderness and are all on rope droppers and in the park till the last minute. But there are also a lot of people who do Fort Wilderness as a destination and might only be in the park for a day or two. They're really taking in that relaxed area. And so one of the things that we don't really see in quick service that we see here is family style dining. 
instead of just buying individual meals, they're serving a family portion. And what I saw, even for people that ate their family portion there, a lot of them are packing up extras. There was, you know, a leftover piece of chicken, a leftover side where most restaurants, you don't see people in Dini take to go because they're not near their hotel room. They're not sure when they'll heat it up. But I think they really took that different kind of vacation style into account when planning here. But when you say that, like if you and I were going together, we can't order a portion for two. It's it's a portion. The portion is the portion and it serves however many. And we'll, we'll get into that later on. It's not it's not customizable in the sense based on the size of your party. Correct. It's not. So there's single servings of everything. And then there's family deals, so to speak. And Got it. Again, I think everybody is different. There are people who, you know, I'll use KFC as an example. You might go to KFC and have one piece of chicken per person in your family, but somebody else's family goes and everybody has two pieces and somebody has three. So even their family meals, they kind of give a broad service of what it serves because everybody is different in that way. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, correct? Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Um, Breakfast is breakfast. Let's be honest. I mean, it's Mickey waffles. It's pancakes. It's the bounty platter, which you can get eggs and sausage and potatoes. There's not a lot unique to breakfast. But again, depending if you're staying there, there is no food court at Fort Wilderness. So I think that's you kind of have to think of this as their food court which makes it in a great location if you're headed to Magic Kingdom and you're taking the boat over, you've either driven your golf cart towards the boat dock or taken that internal bus. This is really easy on your way to grab and go or sit down super quick, especially if you mobile order so that your food is ready when you get there. Okay, so let's talk lunch and dinner then because that's where some of this family-style stuff really kind of comes into play, and it's a it's a – very specific menu other than the breakfast options, which you mentioned, we can kind of get all over property. So let's break down lunch and dinner. And what I loved about the lunch and dinner also is kind of like going to Costco or the supermarkets around here. If you were going at prime lunchtime and prime dinner time, even if you didn't pre-order, they had a hot case with the food ready to go. So you could literally grab and go. And what I saw the most popular was their full slab rib deal, a huge rack of barbecued baby back ribs, cornbread, coleslaw, mashed potatoes, serving two to four, um, $30.99. And I will say the table next to me was two adults and two teenage boys. So you can infer what you want for what (laughs) teenage boys eat for dinner. Sure. Um, They packed up part of this meal and took it back to their campsite. Okay. So it's a healthy serving. Maybe not everybody in your family loves ribs. So they've got a second version of that, a half slab of ribs with chicken. And again, the cornbread, the coleslaw, the mashed potatoes. And frankly, I thought it was a real deal because as I was checking out with my food, they had the cornbread available on the counter. Cornbread alone was almost six bucks. Yeah. So, you know, it really became a great option. 
those of you with younger kids, maybe they're not chicken people. Maybe they're not ribs. They do an eight-piece chicken meal. They change up the sides. You've got some mac and cheese. That's mm -hmm. usually calling your little ones. Sure. And again, the cornbread, $29. So feeding your family a four for $29 in Disney, I think is a great deal. No, it's a steal. And it sounds to me, you know, we mentioned it's right next to the hoop de doo It sounds to me like so many of these menu items are consistent with what you're getting at the hoop de doo So I would imagine it's it's similar if it's not coming from the same the same kitchen. It might be the exact recipe of what you're getting, you know, just a couple the door down. And you nailed it because one of the other things that they promoted was for those that love the strawberry shortcake, it is offered here as well. I will say, in all fairness, the strawberry shortcake, when you look at, you know, the previews for the restaurant in the app and things, is this nice big piece of strawberry shortcake on a plate with some whipped cream on it, covered obviously in strawberries and strawberry sauce. When you get it there, it's a plastic cup filled with cubes of the shortcake mm -hmm. and then the whipped cream and strawberries on top. So very different in presentation, same yumminess when you're eating well, it. Well, and that's probably also designed for what you've mentioned here. Like some of it's designed to grab and go. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it's easier to eat it if it's cubed than it is to just have yeah. it sit in that, that platter. Uh, what other options were there? Because everything you mentioned so far, we can get next door. Some of the stuff I'm sure there is available that we can't. They have pizza. Again, kids' pizza, full pizza. It was super hot that night. So one of the things I did was a salad. Typically not my go-to in Disney, but I have to say it was an awesome salad with or without chicken, chunks of blue cheese, candied pecans, super refreshing and pretty nutritional on a hot day they also had one of the biggest dessert selections i've seen huh. and again all ready to go grab and go cooler a counter with all kinds of cookies and brownies and of course mickey shaped and extra special so lots of good treats even if you just want to hop in there on your way back from magic kingdom to grab something to take back to your cabin camper tent etc at the end of the day all right, so that's Trails End, but we have not mentioned Crockett's Tavern, which is also there. And I know that this was a little bit of a different experience for you as well. So let's talk a little bit about that. You bet. And I'll be honest, it's been years since I've been to this part of the fort. And it's kind of interesting because both of these restaurants share the same building. You can see and hear from one into the other. They've got a half wall that separates them. So, you know, at first you may not even be sure which one you enter. But Crockett's Tavern, as I said, is by its name more of a tavern. It's got a lot of great specialty drinks, beers, wines. And then they've got some light bites and some unique things. But again, reasonably priced. Um, three different kinds of sliders with fries for $16 fried green tomato sliders. So if you're really looking for a light bite, they do have regular tables in there, but the majority of the people that I saw eating were definitely sitting at the bar. That was a super popular area. Again, it kind of throws me a little bit because you're sharing the same noise, the same air, the same everything. I'm not quite sure why they've made this big distinction instead of putting them together, 
but the bar aspect of it caters to that different menu. It's got the charcuterie board. It's got wings. So more light bite versus meal, but also delicious bites. And they really, again, tried for, as they are doing all over property, some more healthier options, a plant-based option. They've got a crispy cauliflower platter with a garlic aioli. So the nice thing also, because it was together, is if you really, you know, somebody in the family wanted the sliders where somebody else wanted the brisket, you could easily bring food from one to the other. I can't have a conversation about this dining experience, whether it's Crockett's Tavern, you know, or Trails End. I I think without mentioning the fact that one of the things that I think Disney always does well that we talk about constantly is the theming and everything you're describing right here is so on point for the theming of this particular resort area. And you don't always get that with every resort that you have. Some of them are, they're all great. Don't get me wrong, but some of them don't necessarily fall right in line with what the overall feel is of a resort. It sounds like everything you're describing here is quintessential Fort Wilderness. It is. And what I loved about it, though, is to be quintessential Fort Wilderness, and I mean this with utmost respect, not disrespect, it's simplistic. Yes, 100%. 100%. It's that, you know, the open wood beams, that very understated, simplistic, you just... Again, in terms of the layout of Fort Wilderness and camping and being in the woods, it has a quiet to it. It has a more earthy tone to it. It really brings on that personality, which is so nice. Yeah, and there's something about having a bottle of beer and or and just being outside or you know in open air, whether you're actually outside or not. Like it's just. It's very, very on point for what they're going for. So I'm glad they that they reimagined it to be that way because and it you actually like just perfect. made an excellent point. If you want, right outside, across the pathway, literally a minute walk, there's about two dozen picnic tables. Yeah. So the night I was there was a beautiful night. You could just as easily take your food right over there. And a playground. <laughs> and a playground. And maybe you're if you're having that late dinner, maybe you're doing that while the water pageant is going by. Maybe you're doing that while you're looking across the lake and seeing some fireworks. I mean, kind of the best of all worlds that way. Well, you mentioned the water and you mentioned the water pageant. And you mentioned all sorts of stuff. For those that have been there, you know that getting there to and from the, the fort has its challenges. The, the water is a big part of that. Talk to me about the transportation as far as, you know, getting to and from. So this is not a dining experience that I would necessarily go out of my way for. We work with clients a lot for restaurants that are in resorts. You know, we know people want to head to Topolino's. They want to go over to one of the options in Wilderness Lodge over to Ohana. And we really try and plan that, you know, I'll say, all right, let's have you leave Animal Kingdom, take the bus to that resort. And when you're done, you'll take the bus or the boat over to Magic Kingdom, go into the park for a couple hours, and then be able to take the transportation back from there. Mm -hmm. 
There is not resort to resort transportation with kind of the exception of the sky gondolas now. But what makes Fort Wilderness more unique than any other property when we talk about transportation is they run an internal bus system. And people are going to say to me, that's not unique. You also have an internal bus at Old Key West and you have an internal bus at Caribbean Beach. You do. But the internal isn't the only way to get around internally. When you take a bus back to Caribbean Beach, it circles the whole property. Correct. The internal is just for people that were already there and want something. We're at Fort Wilderness. If you arrive by bus, they're going to bring you to the front of Fort Wilderness where you can get off and get on another bus. There are internal buses that take you to different campsite loops And then there's a bus that'll take you back to the area we're talking about with Pioneer Hall. When you leave there, you can get on another internal bus and head back to the front. Or you can get on a bus that takes you to Wilderness Lodge. And from there, you can pick up a bus to a theme park. The other option is to head out back and take the boat over to Magic Kingdom. So... I'm going to share my experience because it took me a while. I'm going to be honest. I left Epcot a little bit later than I planned on, which did undo a part of my plan because I was eating so late at night. By the time I was done, I wanted to go back to my resort. Sure. So I left Epcot. Fort Wilderness is bus stop number one, the furthest bus stop at Epcot. (laughs) I took that bus, got off the bus in the main area, waited for that internal bus, took it around, it dropped me off, and then I walked over and started at Crockett's Tavern. When I finished, I did head out back to the boat. There were some boat issues. The cast member said to me, you're welcome to wait. It could be 25 or 35 minutes or head out front and you can grab a bus. And so I took a minute to think about it. I was staying at Riviera. So I'm trying to strategize. Do I wait 25 or 35 minutes? Then I'll have to take the boat over to Magic Kingdom, get off the boat, walk over to the bus, take my bus back. I decided that it was going to be much quicker for me to take a bus. So I took the bus over to Wilderness Lodge where I had to exit for a theme park bus. And I decided I would take a bus to Hollywood Studios Because instead of having to grab a second bus, I can grab the gondolas. And you've heard me talk about the gondolas before. I believe that they are always going to be your fastest form of transportation because they're constantly running. If you just miss that bus going to your resort, you're waiting 10, 15, 18 minutes. There's another gondola 30 seconds later. So I got off the bus ready to head to Wilderness Lodge. Uh, from Wilderness Lodge Hollywood Studios. But when I looked up on their board, it said the Disney Springs bus was arriving in one minute and the Hollywood Studios bus was arriving in 15 or 16. So quickly did a change of plans, took the bus to Disney Springs. They unfortunately now do the bus drop-off outside of the bus area. So you can't switch from one bus to the other. You kind of have to head into Disney Springs and then head back out to the bus area. Door to door, I was an hour and 35 minutes. Yeah. So I rode 
three different buses leaving there. And then I was finally at my resort. I'm not sure that I saved any time by going to Disney Springs versus waiting for that Hollywood Studios bus. It was a toss up. So my choices were three buses, which is what I ended up doing. Two buses, two different gondolas or waiting for the boat and then taking a bus. So it's a lot of transportation. Again, if being here is a nostalgic place for you, it's definitely one of those times, probably if I could do it again, I would have taken the bus to Wilderness Lodge and given up some of my money to an Uber to save myself an hour. I do think too, though, because we had talked about on one of our previous shows recently, you know, what's to do for free in Walt Disney World. Like this is a, if you've never been to the fort, to the campground, it's something that you can do on a non-park day. It won't be your entire day. You know, it's like akin to when we had talked about, you can't go to the boardwalk for the entire night. And honestly, had I done it for lunch, that probably would have worked. Correct. By yes. the time I finished dinner, it was 840. You were done. Yeah. I was done. Yeah. And if I had had young kids with me, they would have definitely been done. Riding transportation from 840 to 1015 at night isn't the time to do it. No. And so that's why, again, it's never a simple one size fits all. You're right. During the day, it's great. Or during the day, I would have waited for the boat and sat out on the boat dock in the sun. You know, maybe I would have taken the boat not to Magic Kingdom. I could have taken the boat to the contemporary and then ridden the monorail and really made a day out of it. Right. But at night I was done. All right. So we're coming to the end. Anything else that you want to mention about this experience, Crockett's Tavern, uh, you know, and obviously trails end anything you want to mention before we say goodbye. I think you really nailed it. It's definitely a place for nostalgia for those of us who, you know, went back in the seventies when it was the contemporary, the Polynesian or the fort. Being on the fort just brings you back and brings back, especially for me, some great memories. So if you're a fort kid, it may be worth your time. Well, I thank you for taking the time. I know there was a a lot of dining at your last experience over there in Walt Disney World, and you got a chance to experience a brand new one for us. Thanks for taking the time then, and thank you for taking the time tonight. Have a great week. You too. And that's a wrap this week on Let's Talk Diz. If anyone you know could benefit from this or any show, please share on your Facebook and Instagram for other Disney fans to enjoy. And don't forget to reach out to the folks at Easy Diz by Instant Impressions Travel Services for any Disney destination planning. Make it a great week. And as always, keep making memories.